0: So this is another one of my anonymous teacher podcasts. He is in England and he works at an all-girls school. And I thought it was a very interesting conversation because of the teachers I've talked to so far, he is the one who's worked the longest. And I'm very grateful that he came on and talked to me we talked about technology in education and also some of the difficulties that his students are facing. But the thing I noticed in talking to him is he was much more relaxed than some of the American teachers. And I honestly don't know if that's because it's just maybe a little easier over there or perhaps he's been a teacher longer, you know, things like that. I honestly don't know. Anyway, everybody, this is, uh, Benjamin Kitchings, the history Voyager, and like I always say, I'm having a good day and I hope you are too. All right, folks, I'll talk to you later. Bye.
1: I've been a teacher since 1993. Um, so nearly 30 years, I think. Yes, that's right. Um, I'm a physics teacher. Um, I've taught in two schools. Um, the first for nine years, uh, was a more challenging school, uh, with management issues. And I currently for the last 20 years or so, um, I'm lucky enough to be working in a very well managed school. That is a
0: significantly nicer place to work. Okay. Um, talk to me about, okay you're i've done two of these you're the third um talk to me about but none of them were old enough to have taught <laughs> post covid uh, <laughs> i mean pre covid yeah gosh okay so so yeah <laughs> so tell me about uh teaching in nineteen ninety three versus that <laughs> na- Okay. Tell me about teaching. Okay. Let's do it like this. Tell me about teaching in 1993
1: versus 2018. Yeah. So 1993, I, um, still have a chalkboard. Um, this was obviously pre-internet. So, um, a large amount of time was spent creating resources, Using acetate sheets and OHPs, overhead projectors. Um, everyone got very skilled at. I, I miss the whole bandograph generation. Do you know what a bandograph is?
0: Why don't you refresh my memory?
1: I think I, I never really used one, but the, 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 the generation before me, a bandograph was you kind of wrote out on these um, oh. initial sheets and you turned a hand, I like used to crank okay. out, like a printer, but it used to crank out these okay. copies of whatever you'd done. Um, and I know that some teachers got very, um, very good at doing multicolored passes through a bandograph. Um, and then during the nineties, you know, computers just slowly came on. Um, and it got, I was always very ICT
0: literate. Um, so that's technology in in American English, right? You were very technically literate. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Um, okay and Funny. then it, as opposed
1: to now you know in 2018 um uh, at my school it would have been at the point where every every classroom has a projector um and a smart board interactive whiteboard um okay. you know the internet is that i cannot i cannot remember how i used to plan lessons given the amount of time it now takes Short, you know, the short amount of time. If you want to, if you're talking about something in class, you can just bring up a picture of it. Um, That's incredible. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. So let's talk about, and the reason I wanted to take us to 2018 is because 2019 was when COVID started. Yeah. Right? Uh, 2020. Well, okay. For the for, okay, sure. For wider, you know, for the wider populace, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> there were actually people dying of COVID in nineteen, but nobody. In, yeah, in China, but yeah, it wouldn't affect. It, it didn't affect us
1: um, in Britain until yeah March twenty twenty.
0: Italy was January yeah. twenty twenty. Okay, so. Talk about some of the challenges of being a teacher.
1: Um, at the beginning, I don't think uh, that the teacher training situation 30 years ago was pretty dire. I think I started teaching after, you know, I, I did a year's a year's training. It's called a PGC in the UK. I don't think I knew how to teach um, at that particular school. You basically had to learn how to, to manage the class behaviorally. Um, and teaching was almost incidental. Um, I really learned how to teach when I arrived at my second school. Um, mm-hmm. the, I mean, the challenges are just the same as they always have been, though that there is not enough time to do everything properly. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on the management situation, you know, they, they either have a good idea of people's stress levels and workloads or they don't and that kind of changes on and off um yeah, i learned yeah. i learned very quickly the way to survive was to build relationships with the children i really don't understand why that's not pushed much more in terms of teacher training um i know it sounds a bit weird to say well i'm talking you know lots of I'm, teachers don't even behave as normal human beings when they're in the classroom.
0: So, yeah i get what you mean like I, I get what you mean like i remember some of my teachers in high school and well high school just didn't think you know i guess they must teach people that or whatever i think
1: um, i think you are taught not to give of yourself too much and so therefore it all becomes a bit of an act but that is not the way to get through i mean it might have worked it, it, it worked in the 1960s and 70s, where children automatically had a certain level of respect for a teacher. Um, this is not where we are now. They 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 need to be spoken to as you would speak to any other human being on the planet. And as long as you're being nice, I think <laughs> I forever just want to scream at people, just be nice, stupid. Um, <laughs> because some yeah. people are not nice. And some people, you know, they think to if, if you're scolding a child, if you're, or, well, if you're, if you're, if a kid's like forgotten their homework or something they're not nice about it yeah you can still you know give a kid a detention without being mean uh, so yes, yeah, sorry I've got a big thing about that at the moment I think this ties in with what you're talking about because if I after COVID the biggest thing is the stress levels of the children in my school
0: okay what do you mean
1: they are just wound up as tight as all get out they (laughs) our exam system was pretty much messed around with um i've never had much uh much love for our exam boards we have um the exam system is privatized um in the uk so there are a number of
0: exam boards you can take so okay sorry go on wait a second uh pretend for a second that i'm a very literate person who's very well educated who's nonetheless never taken a class in england or britain mm-hmm. so i don't know what when you say exam board oh sorry right yeah <laughs> um <laughs> yeah.
1: so we at the end of our year 11 which is i think now the same as your uh so as we well.
0: we have kindergarten through 12th grade so I guess right, they yeah. technically. So our grade.
1: our we go through to year eleven, which is the same age as your year eleven. Your your eleven eleventh grade. Okay. Um and do exams called GCSEs, so this would be equivalent to your SATs. Um wow. except they're uh, don't correct me if I'm wrong, but SATs are kind of like a general all purpose kind of across the board.
0: Is the you know, purpose, purpose of an that? SAT well, okay, without getting political, right, without getting political into this and my feeling on standardized testing and whatever, the purpose of an SAT is supposed to be a a, number, a, a test result that can show a college yeah. across the board how, quote, college material-like you are. Um there is a raging debate in academia and in certain parts of society even whether or not it's actually even just the way to take money from people.
1: Oh, God.
0: Okay. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like it. And this is something that, that's why I said without being political, let's just tell you what I would tell a sixth grader. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I've kind of jumped ahead then. So I, I, I know yeah. that you're, uh, to pass high school, you're basically passing classes and, and it's pretty standardized what kids learn in school. Is that right? In the, uh, high school? The,
0: so, okay. After, so I graduated high school after or before No Child Left Behind, okay, which was this massive initiative yeah. in this country that, that was started by a Republican president. Named named George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if I was to talk to a an alien, like a space alien, and tell them what No Child Left Behind was supposed to do, allegedly from from the people who wanted it to put be put in place, you had this problem of schools that were failing, and schools that were very successful. Like public, okay. So, in my country, a public school is a school by the local government. Yeah, okay. as mine, Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. So I thought public schools were private schools. But oh, well. yeah, that, that's just that's what they call
1: themselves. Uh, whatever language.
0: <laughs> so uh, the, 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 language, also... the language
1: is a comprehensive school, but we are a state school.
0: Okay. So all right. So the school system are mostly run by either the cities or the counties. Um, mostly in this country. And so what you would have would be some of the, in some of the States or in every state, you would have some schools where the children were vastly underperforming versus the children in public schools in other parts of the state. Okay. And so again, and I'm going to catch a lot of flack from that for this, but I'm just pretend I'm talking to a Martian people. Uh, what the republic what george bush said was that no child left behind was supposed to have you were supposed to teach to a standard test that the kid would take and that would show that this kid was intelligent or whatever what actually happened was not that Mm -hmm. at all okay what actually happened was you have thirty-something year olds that don't know about the Holocaust. You have uh, because they didn't cover it; like yeah, it wasn't teaching, covered. She's teaching a test. He's not teaching. Right, or you know, I have a friend who has done research into um, the fact that a, a staggering percentage of American people su- seem to believe that the Earth is flat. <laughs> um, and this he puts down to among other things nobody put that on a test right you know like simply put no one put that on a test so nobody taught it <laughs> okay Um. you know and I distinctly remember I'm so old I distinctly remember that's an American idiom like, I'm so old, this happened, and I remember it, okay? I'm old enough to remember, like, people, like, teachers who, who voted Republican, who were Republican voting teachers. So it's not like they were politicians. They were teachers, and they just happened to vote Republican. And they said at the time, this was a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. This was an awful idea, and here's why. Reason, 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 okay? Okay. All of those reasons have b- have been borne out, you know, in the 20-plus in the years, yeah. okay? It, it's just that it was the worst thing that anybody could have done. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist, so I, I believe that it was done on accident. I honestly believe it was – they didn't understand. The people in Washington did not understand what they were doing. But all these decisions, it's the same – a lot
1: of the time in our country as well. It's basically educational decisions <laughs> being made by people who've never been teachers. So,
0: or like the, it's so like the very the, very,
1: the very words teaching to a standardized test yeah. automatically just makes you think, well, that's not going to
0: work. I'll give you a, I'll give you a silly example, like a, a silly example that, that, you know, people talk about, and un, you know, unfortunately this is a political issue now, but it shouldn't be. Um, There's a lot of people in their 30s, okay, who are otherwise very well educated and, like with PhDs and such, who cannot write cursive. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, do you need to be able to write cursive in 2022? Arguably not. However, you need to be able to read cursive things written you mm-hmm. know, in 1945, and 1950, like that, right? Mm-hmm. So if you can't write cursive, you can't read it. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's an interesting example.
1: But again, that nobody... That kind of thing is the thing that is going to change very quickly over time.
0: Exa- well, right. And, um, and, gonna... and it's inevitable. You're going to have all these letters that... That people can't read anymore because but they, then but then that's why we have
1: the experts in um, graphology who can pick those <laughs> apart. It'll just be it'll become a historical document that no one can read rather than one that
0: people could. And I see from a wider perspective, from a historical wide perspective, I see your point. Okay. But when you're talking about when you a lot of history so When you work in an archive, right, a lot of history comes to you as an archivist. A lot of history comes to you in the form of handwritten notes that somebody wrote down. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if somebody can't read that, okay, how are they going to know that that's important? Presumably you've
1: hired an archivist who can read that. Because that's like it would be a specialist part of okay. that
0: job, and I, I see what you're saying, and <laughs> but I find it a little hard to believe that you're going to start to teach like a 24-year-old cursive.
1: But, <laughs> but you've, got, you've got to be careful about placing. Yeah, this is a thing you feel strongly about. Um, yeah. And, but let's a lot continue to look at it differently. Yeah. Specific examples don't work well in terms of, um,
0: yeah. All right. So, of, let's
1: get are, to- you know, morally thinking, oh my goodness, the education system is going down the toilet because they don't know cursive. I, I,
0: well, no, it's, <laughs> but the problem is with the testing. But, okay, let's continue with our talk. Um, <laughs> so okay so you have a standardized test Uh, so no
1: we have many so i was slightly incorrect there so i jumped ahead slightly so um you pass high school because you're passing the classes as we go along but in the uk the gcse's as they're known as at the end of uh, year 11 um you have one in every subject that you've taken so it's quite a major set of exams yeah um get grades so they are standardized they're run by private companies they used to be run by the government um before the 80s that was margaret thatcher who changed all of that and um we have very little no they just there to make money so it doesn't work we we don't understand why this is not a, a nationalized thing in general um yeah then there is another two years before the kids go to university so we actually go up to year 13 before the kids
0: um, so, are those two years like gap years, or, or no? What? So, there's another set of
1: exams. So, they specialize and pick about four different what are called A levels or advanced levels. Um, okay. So, they're specializing before they go to college. We don't we don't have um, majors at university. You basically choose a subject to do
0: at university before you go. Okay. 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 So, you take an A level. And then you go to university and when does gap year start?
1: You can choose to have a gap year if you want before you go to university.
0: Okay. That's interesting. Most people don't, I don't think. Okay. Okay. Um, so talk about, um, so a lot... both yeah, of the obviously... people. Sorry. I'm sorry. Both of the the people that I spoke to, the other teachers, both of them talked about discipline problems. Yeah. uh, At least in their building. If not in their classroom, in their building. Uh, Is that a problem in Britain? Yeah, oh gosh, yes. Big time.
1: Um, Okay. As I said, I'm lucky enough to work in a school where that is less of an issue and you can focus on Teaching, I think it's mm. we had a head teacher. This it was a, a quite a bad school in that respect 20 years ago, and the, the, there was a head teacher that turned it around by I mean, she turned it around weirdly by um making everyone learn a musical instrument. <laughs> um, that is interesting, but she you know, she showed that she valued the children, and and this I, I think that's the point I was making earlier that we have a one of the solutions to these failing schools, because behaviour will essentially lead to the inspectors, uh, known as Ofsted in this country, to um, they go around and classify schools as failing or good or whatever. Um, behaviour will be a big part of that. And uh, one of the things that is happening are these big consortium companies um, are coming in and running you know, hundreds of schools, and every school works exactly the same way. Now, I'm sorry, I'm I'm speaking anecdotally, um, but they can be horrible places to work. I think. But
0: well, that's the beautiful thing about the beautiful thing about oral history is that it can be anecdotal. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um,
1: is it, I, I think, as far as I'm concerned, you know, that kind of teaching. The kids are basically, you know, there's a discipline system. The kids, they get good results because the kids, if they don't do follow the rules, there are laid down strict guidelines, as there is in every school, but they just do it so militantly, I think. And yeah. the, teachers, the teachers are not encouraged to be creative. Everything has to be done the same way, um, which is kind of the opposite of my school. My school, creativity is actively encouraged.
0: How did your school escape the? Uh, I don't know what you want to call it, but what's going on? So, uh,
1: um, as I said, so it, I think I joined that school in two thousand two. Uh, our previous head teacher joined it in I think nineteen ninety five or nineteen ninety six, and it was a it was a rough school uh, with lots of behavior problems. She, at the time, there were these programs to um, you could make your school a specialist. Especially if you were failing, you could you could like be a specialist. She made it a specialist uh, performing arts school. Not that that meant the curriculum changed, but it meant that the kids were the kids were expected to learn an instrument and expect you know dance and drama became key things. Um, I think it built the kids' confidence. She, you know, I think she it, it took five years, but you know, at one point it was the most improved school in the country after she'd done that. Um mm-hmm. and that ethos has remained even though she's now left because I think the teacher's expectations are high I can't quite work out why it hasn't gone there
0: <laughs> well don't <laughs> i mean, I mean thinking, you know it's getting worse yeah don't uh you know don't what what am I trying to say like don't don't ask for problems or whatever you know? <laughs> what, you know. <laughs>
1: Um but it falls into the same thing I was saying. Is it's if you if you treat the kids as normal human beings, I think you get a better a Right. Better, well if you're mean to the kids as a teacher, they're gonna be mean back.
0: Do you think um I mean obviously you've at least anecdotally studied human development a lot longer than I have and a lot longer than probably anybody I've talked to has. Do you actually think kids are different now than they were in 1993? On the surface, but not underneath. Okay. How how so on the surface?
1: I work in London and they are very worldly. Um
0: what what do you mean by worldly? Like, they you- are.
1: Uh, I mean, Britain's kind of liberal anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, compared to the states, I <laughs> these kids are just the most liberal people you will ever meet, and they just accept. You know, you know, on all of this. Um, at least the ones I teach, anyway. That you, there's no um, non-acceptance of different people. Um, so they come across as being a lot of them come across as being incredibly mature, but then something will happen. Uh, they let their guard down, and you just see that they're little girls again. Uh-huh. So it's, it's this kind of surface thing. But no, I mean they're the same, apart from apart from they're being brought up in a
0: a different society. How do you mean? How do you mean? It's a different society.
1: Just in terms of views about.
0: You know, racism, sexism, LGBT issues. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I want to ask you a question that I would have, it would have, I would have just died if I'd have been able to ask the the other two teachers this, but they (laughs) honestly don't, they weren't even, one of them, actually two, both of them barely remembered the world before the smartphone. (laughs) Certainly not as adults, but here we go. And, I want you to put your thinking and memory cap on, okay? Mm -hmm. Because I don't know if I'm going to have a teacher your age again. (laughs) Because, you know, when you go on Facebook and Reddit, right? So here you go. How has the smartphone and tablets and whatnot impacted students?
1: Okay. My view about this has changed over the last... 12 years
0: okay
1: I spent I was in charge of as I said some of the technology aspects of the school and I fought for a long time in our school phones were generally banned um, except it wasn't a written rule so you know as a teacher it's amazing that the kids all had a smartphone and you could just go on the internet and blah 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 right it ended up being completely enforced. You know, the parent it basically boiled down to the parents. You know, they thought it was a good idea to have them in the classroom, but they wanted nothing to do with the management of them. Um, they, they basically the parents don't know what they're doing with the technology. Huh. Subsequent subsequently, I'm speaking to my my form group about
0: what they are seeing on the internet. What's a form group? uh sorry what, what's the home form room. home room okay All right. um okay see how much american television we watch over here <laughs> um, I, english is a language that divides two countries i'm just saying <laughs> I, I was shocked i was
1: shocked i think i asked some very personal questions like wait a minute how many of you in this room have seen a, a been sent a penis Without yeah. being, without ask, being asked,
0: it was everyone? All the girls. All of them. Even the boy. I mean, even the boys too, or just the girls? I did, I, I went to
1: girls' school. Sorry, did I say that? Oh, before? I can't remember. Okay. I don't okay. think I did. Did
0: I? <laughs> you didn't say that. I
1: didn't before. say that. That's quite important. Um, okay. I think <laughs> I've reversed. Like, I I was never. I'm a very liberal person. I would not... Censorship to me is abhorrent. I've changed my mind about that in terms of what these kids seem to be exposed to. Um, Yeah. And I I don't really know where it came from, but I I just started to be more and more shocked. And I think in general, the world has been... The world in general has got what it deserved from having the internet
0: that we have for good and for bad it's all part of the same thing you know here's something that i don't hear people talking about seriously like you know you see a lot of people back in my day this didn't happen but i don't hear people talking seriously about the fact that you have children literal children being exposed to free porn
1: I don't I don't understand why children are allowed anywhere near social media at all
0: well here's a thought that I have as an as an adult honestly um, and I had this thought maybe not for the first time but in the first way this exact way about a month ago which was when I learned how to use a phone like a telephone right like a regular yeah telephone right (laughs) my mother taught me my dad taught me oh yeah my teacher might have said something yeah whatever you know you pick it up on television sure who's gonna teach kids to use a phone now this was
1: always my argument as to why we should allow them in the classroom because i always used to argue that yeah well exactly that actually that 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 this should be part of their education
0: right it needs to be i mean for okay i'll give you an example of something i deal with every day my podcast email is searchable like you can find it on the internet okay yeah. it's i put it right there in the description of my podcast i get you would not believe the um the scam emails that i get. Mm-hmm. you would. There, I mean, this goes way beyond I'm a prince in Nigeria and I need you to do something (laughs) for me. This goes way past that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very sophisticated. And I'm just like, okay, I'm an intelligent person. Imagine if you're seven doing this. Yeah. Right? (laughs) But (laughs) I mean...
1: I think that's, that would be the biggest thing for me. I mean, if I Mm -hmm. I could wave a magic wand, I would the, 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 the absolute psychological damage being done by Mm. kids on social media is Mm. incredible self image, the rest Mm -hmm. of it. Mm
0: -hmm. To say, to say nothing and neither one Mm. of us have said this to say nothing of how, like I've had, um, let's just say this. I know people who've talked to children. And they're just amazed at what the kids are exposed to. Yeah, like in terms of human sexuality, at an amazingly young age. Yeah. And
1: I was amazed. I was amazed.
0: I was shocked. No, it's really some of these kids. It's just really amazing. It's like, oh, wow. Like, okay. Jesus like and then you it's like i was doing with the cursive like you scale that up as into their adult years and you're thinking oh boy (laughs) we're gonna enter into a new frontier here (laughs) you know like yeah wow um yeah but it's like there was that peloton ad and that's that sort of started the conversation, at least in my own mind, like the, do you know what I'm talking about? The, the Peloton, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, like a,
1: you can cycle with other people, can't you? And you mm -hmm.
0: And there was a whole, uh, there was a whole thing about how somebody had some, some guy on the internet or somebody had said, like, obviously she's being held captive against her will and this and that. and, You look at it and it's just a normal commercial of a man giving a woman a a a very expensive stationary bike and you're just like okay this is weird Uh, (laughs) you know you know what i'm saying like this is strange but But,
1: yeah you know i'm of a certain age now as well i think it's you know i'm reaching the point that, that, that I think the kids I teach keep me relatively young, and i <laughs> mm-hmm. i have I have viewed TikTok. <laughs> um, I I I they,
0: like to laugh on TikTok. I don't, you know.
1: Oh well, the whole thing's just China collecting. Oh, I know information.
0: Isn't <laughs> it? Oh, I know it's. Um, <laughs> there's a conspiracy theory. I don't know how conspiracy theory it is, but uh, yeah. Well, conspiracy theories can be true <laughs> right on <laughs> okay so we agree on that yeah um, Do okay are i'm gonna ask you another question so around the technology question has the have the phones shortened the attention span or stayed the same or, Ooh, or i don't like that don't like
1: it. I don't like that argument. I'm a gamer and I always was a gamer. I was like the first generation of gamers in the 1980s. And I think it's a, it's a very similar argument to, you know, computer games causing um, Columbine or, or all that kind of business. I, right. So you I don't buy the- I don't think it's that that has changed attention span. I think. Yeah, I do think this. I think everyone is significantly more anxious and stressed, like the whole world or the Western world, anyway, than we were. I think we're all suffering from a certain level of PTSD about COVID. I, you know, I'm in a position where I'm not on my phone all the time, but, you know, I can barely get through a YouTube clip clip anymore. I certainly can't watch TV on a regular basis um, because my brain is gone usually um i think we're all absolutely stressed out of our minds and we're very when we're repressing it like champions
0: yeah i noticed. i think
1: i think the phone can make it worse i think the kids are making themselves worse by what they're looking at on there and by comparing themselves to other people yeah but it's not just the phones the phones are not the cause i do not
0: yeah them. it's what you do with it i get it i'm, I'm there with you i noticed something um back in 2020, which it sounds weird to say that, but but back in 2020 when I started this podcast, um, the folks I would talk to that were not American were much more relaxed than the American folks.
1: <laughs> like, That's me. <laughs> well, yeah, there's just two words for that, isn't there, really?
0: Well, right. Donald Trump. But, exactly, but they were relaxed. I <laughs> mean, People were, and they could have been, they they could have been Trump supporters, or they could have been whatever, but they were they were much more agitated and much less. Um, no, I mean, as a, as a group,
1: I think your country became collectively agitated by having that president.
0: Well, I don't know that it was that as much as it was. Even still, now. I have neighbors that don't think COVID is real. Yeah, I mean. Like, they don't think it's real. It's I, I, it, it has seeped over, I think. it's It has
1: infected some a lot of people in this country as well.
0: Yeah.
1: But again, yeah, maybe it didn't start here. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I mean, I was really surprised because I'm used to, if you're watching any science fiction film about some kind of contagion, mm. it's like, lock it down, lock it down. If someone escapes, <laughs> then you shoot them. Not that I'm condoning shooting, but it's like everyone was given far too much. <laughs> I don't know whether it's kind of everyone has It was all like everyone is so liberal that they couldn't actually tell anyone to do anything anymore or something. It was a very strange thing. And the internet, this is falls into the category of we got what we deserve because of the internet, because suddenly the flat earthers can be in the same debate as a physicist.
0: Right. And suddenly, like, they're, the flat earthers are experts like... in my field. <laughs> exactly. Right. And, and what's, a, what's even more amazing is you have all these people. So in my country, um, I know this to be true. In my country, in the year 2018, in my country, you could not legally attend a public school at any level without being able to prove you were either religiously, it was either a religious thing or like it was a medical thing, like a genuine medical thing that a doctor signed or like you were vaccinated and that was it. Right. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but oh, yeah, I mean, it's
1: the vaccination schedule did start in my country in the mid-1990s. Yeah. Um, there was a very, very bad scientist who presumably was actually a, a researcher, but he basically decided to just publish. And it dirtily, again, I think he actually went round children's parties and asked parents questions about um, the, uh... oh gosh, chickenpox. um
0: he was riding a gravy train, was what he was doing. I mean, honestly. And
1: the Sun newspaper got hold of it, and that was it. It was printed in the Sun that, vaccine, that, that um, the MMR jab caused um, autism, yeah. and that was it. Before that yeah. point, everyone was quite happy with vaccinations in <laughs> this country.
0: Yeah, it was Britain. <laughs> but, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> I actually remember that,
1: and it came, it came over to you guys like about five years later. It took quite a long time actually, but I suddenly remember. someone started talking about autism and yeah, it was quite a long time because it was Sarah. Yeah, it was it was like fifteen years afterwards because Sarah Paling went on, went on about it,
0: was not she? Well, there well no because it was in the nineties because I remember it. Okay, like I remember. I brought it back. <laughs> okay. There was an actress, I don't remember the actress's name. I don't want to say the wrong actress on the podcast. There was an actress that had a child. The child had autism. This actress decided that this vaccine for something had caused her child's autism. She was attractive. She, she was a very attractive woman. Larry King, the television, I think you call them television presenters over there. Um, yeah. Larry King was attracted to this attractive lady. And so he would have her on his show all the time. And she <laughs> would talk about it. Um, I cannot remember her name, but she's a famous actress. And she, she's also, there was a court case that happened when she was a child. That is why you can't have children in X-rated films and that's part of the reason why they have the R rating you right. cannot think of her name but there you go <laughs> okay I'm
1: going to have to figure out who that is
0: yeah I mean off air we can but it. <laughs> uh, I cannot think of her name. Um, Stop guessing that That's would ridiculous.
1: It's not that kind of podcast.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's not that kind of podcast. It's not a game show podcast. <laughs> Do movie review next week. <gasps> oh, yeah. But no, Um. so. Okay, so here's one positive thing I've got a positive thing right okay
1: I would never in a million years have thought I would be happy video chatting with anybody yeah because I hate looking at myself you know that kind of psychology going on and now we're just doing it all over the place so that's a good thing that has simplified some aspects um, we have uh, parent-teacher conferences, for instance, now are done over video, and it's so much easier for everybody yeah. involved. Um, that would never have happened if it wasn't for COVID.
0: I've got a positive thing about all this. I have met people all over the world. Some <laughs> of some of them I consider friends now. You know, mm-hmm. I Jesus i have learned so much about the human condition <laughs> from just Amazing. talking to just average people um which is i'm gonna ask you a question that i've been dying to ask somebody like you for a long time Okay. Um, <laughs> so i always like to say if you want to learn about the future talk listen to the kids like, listen to the student, the children. And they mm-hmm. will tell you what the future will be. So why don't you tell us what the kids are talking about?
1: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> no, seriously. Good I, question. Been... I'm trying to
1: think what the kids are talking about.
0: I've been dying to ask somebody like you this question.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's not a good answer. It's not a, not a happy answer.
0: Well, okay.
1: They talk about What they see on social media all the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What social media do they use? Like TikTok? TikTok at the moment, yeah. Okay. Were you were you in the were they were other kids in the Twitter phase and now these kids? Oh yeah, Twitter was about
1: ten years ago. Yeah. Um Facebook is obviously for 50 year olds. Um Facebook is for elderly people. Instagram was just dying. Off with them, I think.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, so what, they're talking about what they that's, see. That's on social possibly. Media. I
1: mean, that's what they talk about to each other. Okay. I still. I but, yeah. So so a lot of them are. If I'm having an adult conversation with them, um, they are very concerned about the environment. They they are going to solve that. Yeah, which I suppose is a good thing,
0: or so think I they so are a thing. today. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, they
1: don't talk about politics.
0: To me, they either like when I talk to younger people, they either don't understand American politics like structurally at all, or oh. they're just not interested.
1: Yeah same here apart from the very few
0: yeah right right let me ask a question Um, and I think I already know the answer but I just want to put it out into the universe Um, these uh, I guess girls um, do they have like friendships online with other people I'm sure they do okay okay yeah i was kind of thinking i think
1: that i think they're very um i think that's why they've seen what they've seen because a lot of them are very yeah they disregard you know the idea of speaking to a stranger on the internet is absolutely fine and turning on your video and whatever right
0: yeah I wish like that video, would... the video roulette
1: or was it omegle's and the video roulette stuff. You know, they'll just do it for fun.
0: What's video roulette?
1: I think the sites called omegle's. What basically you sit in front of a webcam and then it randomly selects someone else and wow. turns on their webcam.
0: Yeah, so you're just basically be... seeing a whole
1: parade of parade of penises. Frankly, I think, but
0: yeah, I mean, that that could be problematic later <sighs> um, or now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um,
1: and the parents that know what they're doing are locking it all down.
0: What do you mean the parents don't know what they're doing?
1: The parents that control their internet at home are doing the right thing.
0: Oh, I see. Okay, so the ones well, I think a are... majority
1: of parents don't really know what they're doing.
0: I wonder... I wonder this. Do you have any single dads or Do you know what I'm saying? Like I will be, yeah. Parent. Seriously, do you have any like single dads? That will be, yes, I'm sure. As, as parents at your school. Yeah. Because here's the thing I wonder. Um so my friends that are dudes that are raising daughters alone or maybe not alone, but you know, um, mainly whatever they're just amazed at the things their daughters have to have to deal with online Mm -hmm. they're just amazed it's like they're amazed and part of it is like we didn't have there weren't good webcams and part of it was we're dudes (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah like but yeah um I mean,
1: I think uh, just slightly changing the subject. I had this conversation with uh, some girls this week, actually, and they were telling me we do um, education around social issues and, and personal issues is called um, PH. or oh, I don't know what it's called, um, and. The, the one girl was making the point that we don't, you know, we do sex education, we do reproductive, we do it in science, and we do it in a in, in less formal setting. Not very much, though. And she was making the point that they don't really, she wanted to know much more about what it was like biologically and emotionally to be a woman. Uh, yeah. I, I think we're failing them in that regard.
0: Yeah, right. Because that would certainly help with. The in my, yeah. In, in my country, one of the one of I think one of our main problems in my country, just structurally, is that our lawmakers are, like a lot of the lawmakers, don't even have a smartphone; they have a flip phone, right? Okay. And I think that's a serious problem. Um, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I wonder if it's the same deal in Britain where these people are making policy and they're not, you know, even if they are women, they're not, um, It's you know, you can be a 50-year-old woman that never had to deal with that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, at the moment we're stuck in, so, Okay, yeah. we haven't actually got a two-party system, but we might as well do. Um the cons- when the conservatives get in, basically they are all educated at Eton, the ones they get to the top, which is which is a private, a very expensive private school, where 1950s um, points of view reign supreme, and those are the people making the decisions. Okay. And um, uh, combined with whoever's being paid off by Russia, so yeah. right,
0: yeah, I mean. Th- it's you know I've talked to Eastern Europeans um for my show and it's just really amazing the the level the length to which Russia will go to influence society just any society it's just incredible um without firing a shot right yeah it's just you know like and we have a first amendment in this country and i'm a believer in the first amendment i am but why does the first amendment apply to vladimir putin okay i'm seriously
1: yeah <laughs> i mean we've all been the, the country people being foolish though it's like we know what we know what putin was right. and we know we know that the internet exists right so it shouldn't really be surprising that he's got some kind of militarized hacking situation going on it seems to be a surprise
0: i have a theory i think and i've said this on my show we're in the middle of a revolution everybody alive today is in the middle of a revolution Mm-hmm. But it's so slow and so long in coming that a lot of people don't realize it. A lot of people aren't sitting there going, oh, God, why does Vladimir Putin have a First Amendment right to say what he wants? Like, we should fix that.
1: That That's very interesting.
0: (laughs) No. Yeah. Russia doesn't have that right. But Vladimir Putin does. Because any, like, you can come to this country and say whatever you want. And as long as you're not accusing people of of a crime that you don't have evidence for, right, Mm -hmm. or whatever, you can pretty much say whatever you want. (laughs) It's, again, the downside
1: of the ultra-liberal. It's... I'm not sure whether it's solvable.
0: Well... I've got an idea. <laughs> you can go oh, all the way, way around to the right again. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm a, let's decide. Okay, in my country, there's there's a thing called a natural born U.S. citizen.
1: Yeah,
0: but nobody has defined that. Not, oh. since, not since 1789 has that been defined. Let's define how, what that is. How was it defined then? How was it defined it, then? It's just said, a person. The, the people who can run for the presidency in the country are natural-born U.S. citizens. It's oh, not the—it's right. def- not the defi- like that. What that yeah. is has never been defined. It's, so you can separate them out
1: and just be as long as you're natural-born,
0: or whatever. Maybe oh, maybe oh, like a res- maybe like a resident alien who's you know yeah behaving themselves or, or whatever, right? But, I mean, the idea that just you, who don't live in America, could, <laughs> could come here and say whatever, anything you wanted. And because we live in this world where there are no gatekeepers, right? Where you can just say whatever you want. There's nobody, there's, no, there's not like a president of NBC or whatever who says, oh, yeah, we can't say that.
1: And, and this is the world that we've got because of that. But there isn't a
0: solution to it. Well, because, you and I are both. Because, you and I. You go first, and then I'll go. I, well, I think I'm
1: repeating myself, but it's the, the the internet was supposed to be information for everybody. And so, therefore, anyone could say what they want. And so, if you stop that, you are not being liberal. Um oh,
0: well. Well, the idea—I think the idea was—these gatekeepers, but what, whoever the gatekeepers are, I dread to think. Sorry. Oh. Well, the idea in the '90s, because I'm old enough to remember the '90s. <laughs> well, you are too. So that's I am when the inter- well—that's when the internet was a thing, right? Yeah. So, the idea was that the the truth would always reign supreme. Um, oh my God that's not true (laughs) and we know that Um, that's
1: that's a very yeah that's probably the biggest thing to happen to come out of this whole right mess right
0: the philosophical idea that
1: truth is not truth
0: good grief and the other thing you have is you have this problem so you and I both have been using the internet since it started Mm -hmm. and we probably both of us can recall terms of service on any number of platforms and whatever, Mm. but here's the thing I think we're learning in this country uh, that, you know, Facebook is not the diner, right? Facebook is not the the barbershop, right? Or the pub or whatever, like you can sit, you can't, you actually can't say whatever you want to say on Facebook. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Where you could have done that in a pub. <laughs> and or a barbershop. Yeah. And I'm just uh, uh. <laughs> like but then you have the these amazing like we were talking about TikTok. So there's a there's a YouTube creator I follow on Twitter who posted a TikTok of Like a uh, like a missile. He
1: just name dropped three different platforms there
0: in a sentence. Doing well. (laughs) Well, yeah, okay. So (laughs) I also didn't shout him out. He doesn't need my help. Uh, He's doing quite well. Uh, He does not need my help. Uh, (laughs) But he posted a TikTok of Russian, like I don't want to say the wrong country, but country X was driving uh rocket launchers across a road okay trying to get the country wide, okay right and this is on TikTok, and people <laughs> are stopped and watching this and it's just like that's why that's why this is so difficult that kind of thing is amazing that we can do that yeah but it's amazing for but, us but we,
1: if we accept that we have to we have to somehow accept the other and that is what's difficult
0: But also it's like this, it's amazing for us as adults, but think how terrifying that that is, or how, like I'm an adult, you're an adult. I don't think
1: they think it's real.
0: Oh, they might later. (laughs) Oh, they will (laughs) later, but
1: I think it's just reality TV.
0: Or reality TikTok, or whatever, I mean. Yeah,
1: so if they're seeing something like that, it'll take an awful lot for it to sink in. It's like we all just watched your, you know, your last president. That was amazing TV.
0: Uh, what? What? Which four one? years of amazing
1: TV that was real? But yeah. oh
0: right, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's that's how that's how
1: people will look uh, at all of these things, especially the kids. I mean, real, but kind of like not real because you're watching it on your phone.
0: You know, I have that experience all the time. And not even about anything political. Like, this conversation is real. We're really having it, but I can't see you. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And you know, (laughs) it's crazy. Um, Yeah. It's future shock. (laughs) It is, man.
1: (laughs) Which is probably again a lot of. You know, that's what people are suffering from at the moment as
0: well. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. When do you think normal was? Oh, never. <laughs> if, if, you, if you've closed... I, clo- I don't, I don't clo- play that game. No, close your eyes, right? And think about when, when I say the word, go back to normal. What is normal? <laughs> when is normal? Okay, that's fair enough.
1: You know. In terms of COVID or in terms of everything?
0: In terms of, well, okay. So COVID's quite
1: an easy one because obviously...
0: 2018. Yeah, that that
1: sets certain Mm -hmm. kind of laws in place and behavior in place that... I think the scary thing there is that our behavior is not really going to go back to the way it was.
0: No. Ever.
1: The um, I'm is not, not going, going, going to stop back. hand sanitising. I never used to hand sanitise at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But in terms of, ups- I mean, it goes back to what I was saying. I can't. I don't understand how I used to plan lessons. I really don't understand how I used to plan lessons without the internet. So.
0: Yeah.
1: That's not no. you can just go back as far as you want. I think.
0: Well, something I something I really like about our, our, our what I call the now time, like the time right now versus, say, 2019. The darkest timeline. <laughs> I like you. Um, <laughs> I, I like you. Your stance on cursive notwithstanding.
1: <laughs> we don't learn that in this country. See, I'm not I'm no opinion whatsoever. Oh, God.
0: OK. OK. All right. That was so a very we're...
1: Victorian thing
0: yeah well here's what i'm gonna say okay um don't learn cursive that's <laughs> weird um huh no um okay so here's what i was gonna say the thing i like about this time is instead of watching television i just have a podcast like the you know what i'm saying uh-huh. like the time i would be spending watching television or whatever i just talk to somebody
1: yeah,
0: that's right. very cool. You know, and it's so cool. Um, I, I tell people, like, I, I tell people all the time, you know, if you want to learn something about the world, just start a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just talk to people. Um, But let me ask you this, and then I'm going to have to go in a second because I have a sure. podcast at four. <laughs> That I planned for. This was a surprise. <laughs> uh, um, well, actually, and there's a couple of questions I got to ask you off air, like for real. Yeah. Um, what do you think the world's going to be like in 15 years? 15. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, how old? Okay, how old are the kids in your class? Yeah, let's say 15. Okay. So when they get 30, how, what do you think the world's going to be like?
1: Drivers' cars, ubiquitous. Um, we'll be, wearable technology will again be ubiquitous. So it, we'll, it, the, the whole um, augmented reality, you can see a computer at all times kind of thing, that will happen. Um implanted devices will happen. Um, that's just technology I've commented on basically, isn't it?
0: Well, like society, how do, how do you think? people? Society. Think, that's what I'm more interested in is at least 15 year olds, how they interact with other 15 year olds. That's how they're going to. I interact think with each I stories. think it's
1: very easy to think that everything has stayed the same for a long time. And when you are, I'm sure, as you are aware as a historian, it changes so quickly societally. When I was born in 1971, you know, that whole first period in 1970 was so close to the end of World War II. You know, the, the, even though rationing had ended, it had only just ended. And, you know, what we ate was very, very kind of warlike. Um,
0: cheese and pickle sandwich. Uh, <laughs> was it was it May or one of the Top Gear people or the? Yeah, don't okay, know. okay. Well, one of the people from that show, okay, had a story about how he loves pickle and cheese sandwiches, <laughs> and here he is a millionaire eating pe- chip pickle and cheese sandwiches. Oh
1: yeah,
0: that's what we're like right. here and but his parents can't his parents couldn't stand him. like as soon as they could get meat back they were into meat <laughs> yeah so this yeah the meat meat was a yeah
1: that's what you ate off your plate if you didn't want to eat anything else did you see the meat because that was the thing that was incredibly expensive in the 70s um yeah my point being that you know it is difficult to remember what it was like without the internet, and that was, you know, 25 years ago. So 15 years, it could have just all changed again. Everything.
0: Well, in terms of... I wouldn't think of technology. I was thinking in terms of people. Like, how, how are the... I, I, I
1: think it's going to be incredibly difficult to separate those two things. Huh. Huh. The, the um, point of singularity... Um, to do with computer yeah. memory and, and speed yeah. Yeah. is not very far away anyway according to whoever um, yeah. so we're going to be in that situation where people are connected all the time I don't know, maybe people will not leave their houses
0: oh I think um, I think there's going to be a lot of work from home I honestly do um because everyone will still be dealing with covid obviously well in america <laughs> there's a lot of people now that have decided even the people that believe it's real and have a shot and blah 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 they okay it's over i'm going out i'm doing things whatever short you know well,
1: boris johnson just cancelled yeah boris johnson's just decided it's all stopped now it's fine
0: yeah and, and i don't know yeah. why but i've got a really
1: bad feeling about it based on
0: nothing you and me both <laughs> you and me both <laughs> oh god um all right okay um so you don't know about the people but the technology is going to be computers ubiquitous self-driving cars uh, like that people
1: wear you know people living it's you know the screen is in front of your face at all times yeah 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 (laughs) i mean i'd like to think it will continue i'd like like... to think if we win the revolution that it will continue you know everything will continue to progress more liberally as it tends to do
0: well i don't know if you can win the technological revolution but you can certainly have one (laughs) um all right. Um, let me ask you this one more question on the air, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think people will be learning Mandarin?
1: <laughs> we won't need to. That's There's already true. universal translators, so
0: yeah. technology
1: will solve that problem too.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm apparently talking to somebody else who's seen the Pixel 6 ad that was just amazing. Oh, I have not seen that. Oh, but you have to see it. it right. It's I'm just a Star really Trek person. I just think anything to do with Star Trek is going to happen, so Okay. So the Pixel 6, you know what the Pixel is? It's a phone. Yeah. Um so there's a review of it on YouTube where like these two people and one of them is Native, one of them is like Indian and the other one is African American.
1: Mhm.
0: And the Indian person is talking to the african-american in her native language and the phone translates it
1: in real time brilliant amazing okay
0: that's crazy
1: i mean it's that kind of thing we can be and you can also be flippant about it but if you think about what that means in terms of human history that's mind-blowing
0: it's the only phone review i've ever seen where my mouth was on like literally my mouth was not not closed like it was it's like, oh my god you know like But well, with regards th- to your
1: actual question i think china i think we're all very good at ignoring china and pretending that it's not a thing and
0: I it might that. be a thing i hear that over and over again just like we were good at just like we were good at good at ignoring russia yeah in- indeed pretending Russia wasn't a thing.
1: Well, we're just we're just gonna find out that Putin is actually a Chinese puppet, and then it'll just be turtles all the way down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, stand on stand cursive, notwithstanding, I actually I think you're a nice person. Um, <laughs> all right, Thank you. I, I have to, okay. Um, let me wrap this up. All right, everybody, uh, this has been Ben Kitchings, with the History Voyager, and as always, I'm having a great day, and I hope you are too. Thanks so much, everybody. Bye-bye. Hold on the line, please.